Blog Talk Radio.
There's some other ministries out there that's thriving. And let's hear what the prophet has told me yesterday. I, I, I'm going to testify on this in a few minutes. Here we all give me a few minutes. Then let me get this done, and it will tell you what happened. Yes, all good news, Minister Shonda. Thank God for good news this morning. Oh, I'm just, I, I, I'm just so proud. Whatever it is, it's higher than nine. I can tell you that today. Hallelujah, and especially in the spirit. I'm looking for somebody today to be healed, to be filled with the spirit. Somebody to find out they didn't know it for sure, but today they found out they have the victory. I'm looking for somebody who's been standing on the word for their marriage to work. The marriage is turning around for the good. I'm looking for somebody that was sick and they said they may just not recover. We don't think they're recovering, but we're going to put that may in there to give them hope. And the day is that day, January the 12th, that they recovered fully. They come on back to life. Back to reality. Oh, they came on back. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Listen, welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman. And uh, I come to you weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today, again, is January the 12th, 2023. We're thankful unto Almighty God. And today really and truly is Thursday. Yeah, they call Wednesday many times hump day. Say we done got through uh, half of the week. But look at this. God brought us into Thursday. Twelve days into 2023. Now, for some people, that don't mean very much because they feel like God owed them today. But let me tell you, somebody here that was here early this morning in the a.m. is gone. And they're not coming back. But he let us live down. And we should be singing this unto him. I am. Oh, I'm a living testimony. Hallelujah. I could have been dead and gone. But Lord, you let me live on. It's just a big thing. I am. I'm a living testimony. I thank the Lord I'm still alive. Huh? I said somebody in this AM, somebody made it right into January 12th, but they're not here at 7, 19 AM. They're gone. And again, they're not coming back. But did you hear what I said? I am a living testimony. Could have been dead and gone, but he let me live on. Why? I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. Some folks just want to live so they can stay in their foolishness. Some folks just want to live so they can keep being a husband, keep being a wife, keep being parents, uh, going up the corporate ladder, uh, this, that, and the others. But look, we should be witnesses unto the great God. We should tell somebody daily about the goodness of the Lord. Somebody coming and ask you, how did you get through that situation? We heard about, oh, I, I couldn't do it. I know it was so hard. That's your calling card right there. That's the card that opens the door to let them know that he is 
that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I had to seek God through this whole entire ordeal. I couldn't skip a day without him. I couldn't skip a day without telling him something. I told him what I needed. I didn't go back to the need of telling him, but I went back and said, Lord, strengthen me today to get through. Help me today, Lord, you heard what they diagnosed me with. My goodness, Jesus. Lord, you heard what they want to do to my body. You made this a whole body. Lord, I want my body. I don't want other parts on it. But nonetheless, not my will, but your will be done. Because he'll use them parts that they took off, and he'll use parts that they put on to bless others. Open your mouth and testify here. We're ashamed of stuff around here. Well, I can't tell nobody I got COVID. I, 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 I just can't tell. Look here. When the opportunity presents itself, open your mouth. He's going to use it like he did Aaron, Aaron for, for Moses. Yeah, he's going to use you. You're worthy this morning. You're a vessel unto God. And I know some people can't believe I'm a pastor. I don't feel that. No, it ain't in you. It's not in your feelings. It's in your obedience. You, you won't know where you're going. You won't see no flock of people. It should be you and your family. But you step out in faith. Make an effort. You got a house. You got an extra room in the house. You know, you got a sitting room or something. Go on in there. Tell your household on Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, everybody in here got to be in the living room. Now, you can't come in here in pajamas and all of that house coating it up. But I want you in here in casual wear. And we're going to start off with one or two songs. We're going to pray, and we're going to get in the Word. On Wednesday night, if that's your night for Bible study, at 7 o'clock p.m., I'm going to need you in the sitting room with your, your uh, comfortable clothes on. Casual, comfortable clothes. No night clothes, none of that. Nobody with hair and curlers and all, 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 all flipped up and flopped up. No, come in here like you're going to the house of the Lord because that's where you're going. And we're going to start right here. I may not have no charter. I may not know what I'm doing. But I didn't send myself, so I can't know what I'm doing. See, and that's a problem people have. God sent them, and they think they need the, the pattern. They think they need the map. <laughs> All you need is faith. Faith and trust God and step out in faith. I'm trying to tell you. You the kind of pastor that's going to have a flock of people. You the kind of pastor that's going to have a church on the hill with the big usher board. So many folks coming in there. You got to have a lot of people to work at. Sometimes God may not give you but five members. But you treat them five members, as they call them, like you, you got 2,500 in there. I treat Jesus in the morning like his God. Uh, it's fragile. It'll break. When I tell people about this, I say I do morning radio. That's I am talking about no blog talk. I do morning radio, this, that, and the other about Jesus and nothing about me. I say Jesus. I didn't say Barbara in the morning. Me, me, uh, 
Oh, what is today, my love? Is what my boy name? Y'all gonna figure it out in a minute. Don't worry. Uh, 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 Perry. Now you know I'm, 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 I'm clipping over here. Bruh Perry, George West Perry. Perry said, "Come on with with your cup of coffee." That Jesus said, "The morning, come have coffee." With the evangelist, with evangelist Bob and Tip, but that just do be all the good in the world. Sometimes people will witness for you if they're not selfish. Some people are not going to tell where they're getting all their blessings from and where they're being taught and, and where they're hearing the truth to keep them going every day. But once they get their cup of Jesus in the morning, then they go out in the day and they feel good by themselves. All during the day, sometimes they focus on that word, what God said. Because I want to get there, is what they're telling themselves. I want to get right there. I want to not judge. I don't want to gossip. I don't want to this and that. But I want to get right there. I didn't even pray. Let me pray. And we coming back and talk some more about faith. And today, Pastor John Hagee is back again. And he's back with this faith that wins. I want you to hear this today. Don't go nowhere. Yeah, don't, don't come against John. The scripture, well, not the scripture. I, I didn't find that yet. But my mom taught me, hear the word as it comes from a hellish mouth. If a liar telling you the truth, listen to the truth. Faith that wins. Oh, I know he's going to talk about this faith thing. <laughs> Because coming to God, we must believe. That's the key. That's the key to getting with God faith. If you can't believe, you're not gonna find Him, and you're not going you, you won't be able to do nothing concerning Him, because you don't even believe that He is. That He's He a real God. He's alive. He got all power. He sent His Son away to prepare a place for His people. That where He is, we may be also one day. You, if you don't believe that, you're not gonna get nothing. Look, if I don't believe that building, well, I've got to go today and get these beautiful teeth all, you know, look at all part and everything today. If I don't believe that building is over there, no need in me going. Why is that about? I don't believe the building. Now I'm not going to waste money, gas, time going over there and no building, and I don't believe the building. Now, now the building is sitting right over there on San Jose waiting on me. To get there, going there with the R service, and he gonna test today. Well, he already tested it. We know, but he gonna see if the gum has shrunk anymore, cause it's gonna it's already a perfect fit. It's already a perfect fit, but he gotta make sure. Yeah, that is it, it. Huh? Okay. Faith is faith is a substance. Of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. My mouth dry, y'all. It'll be all right. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. We walk by faith and not by sight. I'm telling you some good stuff this morning. And the just shall live by faith. I can't live by uh, them people giving me some retirement money. What? Them people over there say they're going to give me medical. I, I'm not living by that. I'm living by faith. And God come in on what they said they give me. He multiplied. He sent me places I never thought I would go for medical. He sent me to the, some of the top line, top of the line doctors. 
some of the top of the line specialists. Let me tell y'all something. I have a friend named Max, is what I called him. It's Mark, but I called him Max. But when I go to Mark, Mark tapped them knees. And I come out of there walking like I'm a 16 year old girl. <laughs> I've been walking slow, you know, okay, hardly bending it. Oh, I'm going up some steps. Oh, where the elevator? Yeah, that kind of foolishness. But after Mark tapped them knees, I come on out of there right. I was supposed to go see Mark yesterday. I wasn't in the mood. <laughs> and as Elder James said, it's hard to do it when you ain't in the mood. It's hard for me to let Max tap my knees and I'm not in the mood. That might break out in a fight. <laughs> but listen, I like to laugh. But listen, we got to believe God. It'll bring things your way that you never had before. It'll bring things your way you never saw before. It'll bring things your way that you will say, oh, I never knew I could have this. I didn't think I could afford this, but he's going to show you. I open the door and look, now you can afford this. Go on and get what you want, honey, and be all right about it. Some days my my mind, you know, the natural woman, don't do that, Barbara. You're going in the debt. And the spirit of the Lord will come and say, you want that? Do you really want it? I know what you want, but I'm asking you because it appears you're not sure. I need you to be sure this is what you want. Ah, oh, yes, Lord, I want it. Get it. I'm online, y'all. I clicked the button. And then a few days, sometime the next day, that was uh, two, uh, Monday. Monday, I put in for something on Tuesday. I got it. FedEx brought it straight to me in a day. And I didn't even know these people do that kind of thing. And I didn't have to pay a dime. I didn't have to pay for the item or shipping or handling. Yeah, he does all of this for his people, for those that can believe. For those that walk by faith and not by sight. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. We believe in this, the evidence of things not seen. But by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Moses, Moses I mean, Abraham could take Isaac up to sacrifice him. He believed God and got up there and found out God had a ram in the bush. Take your boy loose. Don't, don't sacrifice him. I got something else. I wanted to see where your heart was, Abraham. And he'll do us like that. I want to see where your heart at, Barbara. You do all that talking Monday through Friday. Let me see you show you what it is, because I know what it is. Let me show you. You show yourself what it is. But when your son come talking crazy, uh, you wanted to get with him. You didn't have no business saying nothing. And well, I tried, Lord, but you got thirty-eight hot, and you wanted to reach out and touch him, knowing he wasn't gonna touch you back, but you wanted to touch him. I had to pray and tell the Lord the truth. I said, Lord, it's my fault. I got to accept this here because I said what I shouldn't have said. I already knew. Why would I say something to him? But I'm trying to prevent him. The Lord said, no, that's my job. Let me prevent. You You don't have to prevent nothing. <laughs> he belonged to me. You gave him to me. 
Lord, forgive me this morning for taking him back because I truly did. But I know, I, you, you know, when God shows you something, it is what it is. And sometimes as parents, we're trying to stop before they run into the brick wall. But every time you intervene to stop, they get angry with you talking about what you think you are. And, and you can do this because you're the parent and I, and I can't do nothing. If I wasn't your parent and you ate at my table and saying, yeah, you still weren't going to sell out to me crazy. Because I see you and I wouldn't deal with you from number one. So I don't have to reach out and touch you. Yeah. And it's all right. Y'all say what y'all want. Well, that ain't Jesus. Well, he turned that table over and throwed him out in the house of God. He told him, uh, this is going to be called a house of prayer. And yeah. Y'all not going to keep selling this stuff up in here and exchanging money and, and just, just doing what you want to do. That's why I see churches selling CDs and all of that. Not, not, uh-uh. not in the building, not in the back of the building, not in the front of the building, not even on the side of the building. Take that somewhere else. Do it online. Do it at the trunk of your car. Do it off the hood of your car. But don't do it in the house of the Lord. Well, if you go out there in the foyer, we have tapes and CDs. No, uh-uh, not over here. You won't have them. And if you do, I'm gone because you're changing that money. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Sell it outside. Go over there to the shopping center. Get your license and things and go do it legally. But not in the house of the Lord. And I've seen them from the pulpit. Ooh, I got to go right now. Where's my purse? Shante see that and she go to looking at me because she see me reaching for my purse. And then she reaches for hers. And we head on out the door. He said his house would be called the house of prayer, not the house of exchanging money. We go to the bank, we put businesses together to sell stuff online, all this. Not, 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 uh-uh. ain't going to be able to do it. And that's already all right in Jesus' name. Listen, let, let's pray. We're going to one more song. I've got to come back and tell y'all about yesterday. And then we're going straight in with Faith That Wins. By Pastor John Hagee. Hallelujah. I like to hear him talk. I, he, he old school. My kind of preacher. Mm-hmm. Old school and bring it like it. He just flattened, flattened, flattened. Yeah, nothing pumped up. And, yeah, yeah, John just, just got it right for Barbara. And it encourages me. Faith that wins. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for the hype this morning. I thank you for being on fire for you. I thank you that you stirred up the gifts in me. We come this morning, Father, all of us, thanking you for another day. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for the use and activity of the limbs that's working. We thank you this morning that we believe in all of them will work. We thank you this morning that our last days won't be in a hospital. Our last days won't be in a nursing home for the older ones like me. But God, our last days will be at our home. And when we get ready to check up out of here, it's because we're ready to go. And you're receiving us because we're ready to go. Our work is done. We've been a blessing to many. Undercover, in the public, we've been a blessing. On the sideline, we've been a blessing. Because you used us in your service to be a blessing unto others. We thank you this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you're the God that healeth thee. 
We thank you that you sent your word and your word healed them. It wasn't the medication that the doctor prescribed. It wasn't the treatment. It wasn't the facility where they were. Your word, hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, thank you, God. Thank you. Oh, thank you this morning, Lord. Your word healed me. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful unto you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you that you can heal what no man can heal. Your son Jesus took a beating for the healing of the nation. Today, January the 12th, 2023, Father, there's healing in the hymn of your God. Hallelujah. We press it in this morning, touch it. We just want to touch the hymn. Just the, just the little lining of the hymn on the outside, it, it'll make us whole. You heal all manner of sickness Oof, and disease. Do it for us today. In the name of Jesus. Father, these bodies, you made them for your pleasure, but they're natural bodies. They're not spiritual bodies. But Lord, they're earthen vessels. And many things wear out in these knees, wear out, hearts wear out, kidneys. Eyes, ears, teeth, all kind of stuff wear out in the natural body. But it don't prevent the spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It don't prevent our souls. And we thankful unto you this morning. Father, send down your power of healing on your people today. Bless us, Lord, to know these evil things will pass. Bless us to know, God, we, we don't have to take this in in distraction and we're like we're going to die today or die tomorrow. We don't have to do that. But, Lord, help us, help us, help us to stir up the gifts. You stir up the gifts in us. And, God, we get so busy with doing what you would have us to do that, Father, we don't even focus in the natural on the sickness, the illness, whatever's going on with us. But then, Lord, we'll follow you in the spirit. Oh, and we'll be made whole. Send your word today. Send your word that heals. Send your word that shakes hell. Send your word that go overseas and bless. Send your word around the world that it can bless everybody. Give us all the ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Woo! Help us to want to hear today and apply. What you send our way in the name of Jesus. Father, bless every call and every listener here, those coming through the archive and the podcast, moved by your spirit. Show up, God, in a big way because you're already here. But just show up in a big way because you already showed up this morning. You showed up yesterday. Lord, you've been showing up for me for 66 years, and I thank you. And many of us for years you've shown up. Help us to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed today by the renewing of our minds. Give us a new way to think. That, Lord, we don't think like the world. We're not trying to be a part of the world. But, Lord, we're trying to get home. Hallelujah with you. We're trying to do what we need to do in the earth because we're the salt of the earth. 
Father, we will give the earth its savor. Hallelujah. We're the candles that sit on hills. Father, we can't be here. North, east, south, and west, we can't be here. The candle is too bright because it's the light of you. Light shout that shined in darkness, men comprehended it not. But Lord, you blessed us that we met you and we were, wasn't the same after that. We have our trials and errors. Many of us, including me, have sinned and come short of your glory. We've done things that just weren't right. We had shortcomings as well as sins. And Lord, when we got it together, we came to you and asked you to forgive us and you in no wise cast us out. We're your pitiful children. Man, meaning the generic term this morning, Father, man and women, women and men, we are pitiful creatures. Hallelujah. We have the great God. We have Jehovah Almighty God. And many times we just don't know what to do with this. We're so used to negativity. We're so used to seeing ugly to God. Some days we just don't know what to do with a magnificent God. Ooh, with his majesty. Glory, hallelujah. We don't know what to do. But Lord, you yet bless us to see. You yet bless us to feel. You yet bless us to hear. And we get it together. Hallelujah. And we continue to strive for perfection in you. Father, send your word this morning. Hallelujah. It's your word that's going to heal us. It's your power, your loving power that's going to heal us today. And some of us, Lord, we, we're not sick from physical illnesses. We're sick from mental illness and spiritual illnesses. Help us today. But Lord, if our mind is healed, oh glory, glory, hallelujah. If we're spiritually healed, we can flow, God, unto you, in you, for you, through your word, with your word. Help us today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we come this morning asking that you would touch and heal those that are incarcerated, especially those that are innocent, Father. We ask that you would strengthen their families. And, Father, bless those that are not innocent. Send your word so they can be healed in every prison, in every jail, in every camp. In the name of Jesus, move today. Hey, Lord, have mercy, oh God. Hey, takes it today for them, Lord Jesus. You know what they stand in the need of. And we all need you. And help us to not to grumble, God. And help us not to complain. Help us not to turn our back on those who need us. You said we were, you were hungry, we didn't feed you. You said you were naked, we didn't clothe you. You were, we were sick, we never went to see about you. Father, you was in prison and we didn't even come. We didn't even write a letter. We didn't send a card. Have mercy this morning for families and friends and people, churches and preachers and pew sitters and church people and Christians that have turned their backs on people that have been incarcerated because they're afraid. And Father, you didn't give us a spirit of fear. You gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Let your power and your love and your sound mind work in us today. That, God, we can help an inmate somewhere. It's a stranger. We know nothing about him. We don't have to because you know everything. But we want to do what's right. 
Help us, Lord, not to think we're on our way back with you and we're not doing what your word said. We've forgotten so many things. We forgot the sick to go see about them. We forgot the widowers to go see about them. We forgot those that are incarcerated to go see about them. Have mercy this morning. We're depending on somebody else to get the job done. Fix it today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, remember those that are in every branch of the military. The military of the United States of America. Mm. Lord, bless the administration of our military. Move by your spirit and lead and guide these men in the right path for your name's sake and help them to do the right thing. Lord, don't don't let them mistreat the, the veterans. These people have given their lives to go. Some haven't fought in wars, but they could have, Lord, if it broke out. But God, they yet went to do what they felt they needed to do for their country. Bless the day. Move by your spirit today in the name of Jesus. Strengthen our military. It's not like it used to be. Lord, the standards have dropped in my books. But God, you're able to raise it up. And we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, we thank you for every branch. And we thank you for those that are working every branch, men and women. Oh, thank you today. Bless their families, their friends, especially their children this morning. Oh, God, help right now in the name of Jesus. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. You know what they're standing in need of this morning. And, Father, I ask that you would strengthen and bless even the more, Sister Irene, all the way in Australia, but working in the United States, working through a ministry she really didn't know nothing about. But she believed that you sent her. She believed that I, you sent me. And for the sake of you, for the sake of the work, for the sake of ministry, We've gotten to know, know a lot of things about each other. And Lord, what is asked of this woman to do for others that would bless them? Father, she moved. She's tried to be friends with many people, but they didn't understand. Hallelujah. But when he sent one, we must accept what God allowed. And when I say when he sent one, I'm not talking about a nationality or culture. I'm talking about a man or a woman that God sent. Or to do a work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we're grateful. We're grateful unto him. And Father, we ask that you would bless widowers and bereaved families everywhere. Intercessory prayer people, preachers everywhere. Preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Father, bless Israel. This morning and prosper Jerusalem. Bless Jerusalem and prosper Israel this morning. You should protect an angels, God, to keep them safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. Mm. Father, bless our leadership in this country. Bless our president and his family and secret service men and counselors and all those senators and all those that work in the, what they call the White House, House of the United States. God bless 
like never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, help business owners that look to the hills and not look to themselves. Lord, many of you have allowed to build their own empire. But that's a day coming when all of this is coming down. Lord, go through corporate. Whatever's in there that shouldn't be, whatever in that that's not Jesus, we ask that you would rebuke it, you would destroy it for the sake of people. The people you made them. Or you made everybody for your pleasure. You sent your son to die for everybody, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Do it today in the name of destroy from within. Huh. Evil God. Money hungry, money loving, money growing. God destroy from within the day. Nobody care about nothing. Grandmama died, aunt died, mama died. Nobody care about nothing but numbers and dollars. Destroy the mentality, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. Bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here today. Move by your spirit. Send your word, oh God. Send your word that increase faith. Send your word that sent out a fresh anointing, fresh ears to hear what the spirit has to say to the church. Fresh, fresh eyes to see. Mm. The move of the spirit of Almighty God Jehovah. Do it today. Bless Lou and Sherry over there. <laughs> oh God, move for your people over there. I believe they're good, Lord, and they're getting better. And Lord, do it for them in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, bless us tomorrow and Shania today. Hey, move, Lord. Strengthen in a mighty way today. In the name of Jesus. Bless Sister Yvonne and Margaret. And Lord, you know what it takes to put the family together and move on. Do it for your glory in the name of Jesus. Bless Brother Frank the more. Oh, look at here. You showed me, Lord. Oh, you sent your word. Hallelujah. And your word here, minds and hearts and feelings and illnesses. You sent your word. And we thank you. Bless Evangelist Jerry House and his wife, Ten. God, move for them today in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you today. Bless Dr. Goodman and give us spiritual and physical energy today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, move for Buddy and Sion in a big way. Bring him out, Lord, into the pulpit in the name of Jesus. Oh, your house will be called the house of prayer. Do it for your glory. And Lord, if you got him sitting down, he can wait. But if he already knows he got to get up and get out, God, he got to move. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless Sister Jerry and bless Calvin, God. In the name of Jesus. Bless Minister Shonda, hallelujah, and her household, God. Lord, we ask that your anointed would rest and go through there to and fro. Are uh, your anointed seeking whom it may divide, whom it may draw to it, whom it may use? Because once the anointing began, they can't they can't stand it. They can't turn it away. It's too strong. Lord, do it for your glory today. And that 
the household come out with the testimony unto you in the name of Jesus. Bless Brother Anthony today. Lord, I ask that you send the word that heals. I ask this morning that you would send the word his way. That a godly way would be done. The Lord, wherever he go, whenever he go, you need in God. Yeah, Lord. Nothing about him or his flesh today, but all about almighty God that have all power. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We give you honor and praise. We thank you this morning, for there's none like you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. We ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. There's not a friend. I can hear that. Like the lowly Jesus. <laughs> no, not one. I'm singing no, not one. Look at this. None else could heal. All our souls' diseases. No, not one. Hey, sickness, lame, death. No, not one. I've fallen from God and I can't get up. No, not one. He lifts us up. Yeah, we were taken deep in sin, many of us. I want to say all of us. Very deeply stained within. Oh, but starting this new year off, he heard our despairing crowd from the water. He lifted us. Today we can say, Faith am I. Why that, Barbara? Love. For God is love. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help her, you shut up. Hey, glory. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Look here, when the doctor said diagnosed but nothing else could help, God stepped in because he loved me. And he showed me it's going to be all right. It may have to do this, this, and that, but it's all right today. No, hallelujah. Nah, one. I've been suffering with this thing for a few years now. It looks like it just won't go away. No, nah, one. There's not a friend. Like the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel like talking about it. But look, I got to go to this quick one right quick. And uh, did I find it? Did I keep it when I found it? And after this one, uh, we're coming back to talk a little bit more about faith and bring Pastor John Hagee recorded message in. Hallelujah. <laughs>
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. We need another Pentecost, she is saying. Ah, yeah. And I don't think it would be a bad thing, but I don't know if God going to do that again. Yeah, he gave us one, and he wants us to pay attention to that one and realize what happened on the day of Pentecost or when they was all together in one place at one time. They was on one accord, you see. And the promise came. If we could all ever get on one accord, the promise is coming. The promise of God is coming. The promises of God is coming. If we can get on one accord, I stop being against you. You stop being against me. I mean, reaching out for friends. And nobody got time for her. Everywhere she posts people. Uh, that's weird. She posts. Well, you love. Well, you love. I, 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 I addressed some things and kept right on me. I mean, kept right on talking and uh, FaceTiming and laughing. And she, and she would tell me certain things that would just tip me too good. Yeah. And we kept right on going in Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. But we got to use what God has already given us faith. Now, that's what he gave us faith. Yeah, we don't want to, you know. Ah. Look, Galatians 3 and 9 says, So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Didn't I tell you he took that boy Isaac up there to sacrifice? If we got Abraham witness, if we got Abraham testimony, look like that would be enough, but that's not enough. Look what Jesus said in Mark 11 and 22. Now, I didn't say that he said it. And we're coming on up to Pastor John Hagen. And Jesus answering them said, I mean, Jesus answering said unto them, have faith in God. Look, I don't care what come out. We have faith in God. Galatians 3 and 26 says, for ye are all the children of God by faith. In Jesus Christ. Look, we, we joint heirs. We related through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. First Corinthians 16 and 13. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. I got to let men go in and thinking and what they're talking about. Because the Bible, you heard of it. Do you believe? That after Cain and Abel, where them people, because I got no time for that. Ask God where they came from. Go to the book of Genesis. Find out where they came from. Because that you talking is neither one way nor the other. How many people came after Cain and Abel? Get in the word. And that's not important. Let's look at what they did. Let's look at what God used them to do. Let me go over there and check on Noah with his drunk self. <laughs> let me see what was up with Sham, Ham, and Jessel. Let, let me see what was going on with these boys. Look, Matthew 9 and 29 healed a blind man. What he said? 
Then touch he their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. Yeah. Folk that went in church every day, every week, every Wednesday, you know how they do over the prayer service. Folk that wasn't great big church goers. Mm-hmm. They believe. These people have more faith than them church go pew sitters and all of that. And they're going through the motion, going through uh, what they call that thing, protocol and all of that, how to how, act in the house of the Lord. Let me tell you something. All of that was man done put together. That's not about nothing. That's not about nothing. <laughs> yeah, it ain't worth nothing. But when you know what his word says, that hundred of psalms that come before him with thanksgiving, come before him singing and praising, go on and pray. Talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. Go ahead and send reminders, Barbara. Go ahead and remind them of uh, of uh, Amos and Jude. Mm-hmm. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith in him. Check this part out right here. Luke 7 and 50 says, and he said to the woman, thy faith has saved thee, go in peace. Remember the woman they brought her out there and told them she done committed adultery and they got bricks in their hand to stone Remember that? And, and they come to him, I'm on the app. They come to him and ask him about it. Well, what you got to say about it? He looked around and let him know the first one was right. He was right in the dirt. The first one when I sin cast the first stone. That's why when people come to me and say, "Will you forgive me?" Nothing to forgive. I done did some dirt. I done did some wrong in my life. And simply because God saved me, it don't make me no different than nobody. It don't make me pick up a stone to throw and hit the the person that's abusing drugs, that's abusing alcohol, the liar, the thief, the cheat. It don't make me come against them. But it make me love them and pray for them. It will make me do that. Because I was sinking deep in sin one day, far from the peaceful shore. I was very stained within. I was sinking to rise no more. But that master, Jesus Christ, of the sea heard my despairing cry. My lips weren't moving, but my heart was crying. From the waters, he lifted me. The day I could say, safe am I. Why, Barbara? Jesus lifted me. When nothing else can help, love, for God is love, lifted me again. Mm-hmm. He said to the woman, that faith has saved thee, go in peace. We got to believe God. We want to do everything else. We, 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 we think it is some kind of hard task for us to do. Or oh, it couldn't be this easy. I can't stay focused. I got to be like this. Some people don't know how to relax with themselves or really relax with others. They like people, but they don't know how to just relax like that. Only God can do that for them. But we must go to him. Again, one more time before we bring John in here. 
those of us that want God, that really want to walk with him daily and obey his word and apply what his word say to our everyday life, all of this starts with faith. All of this starts with believing. If you tell yourself you can't do it, you'll never do it. If you say, I can't do it, you'll never do it. But the scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I got to go to God for some strength. He'll help me to cut them folks off I ain't got no business with. The weed smokers I used to hang with smoking the weed, he'll cut us off. Yeah. The folks I used to cheat and steal and lie with, again, he'll cut us off. <laughs> I'm not telling you what they told me. I'm not telling you what the pastor said, the Sunday school teacher said. I'm telling you what he did for me. And back to this, the first one without sin, Cassius, the first stone. Some people are not as far in God as you are. They're not advanced as far as you are. But they want to point their finger. They want to throw the first stone. They go to church for show and fashion. They're not really going so they can get what they need so they can go out and serve the people of God and obey God. Yeah, I have seen it happen too many times. But I thank God that he's on our side today in spite of us. He looks beyond fault and yet meet our needs. He's on our side today in spite of us. Here's what he said. Come unto me. Come on over here. Come, come, come. I tell you this all the time. He said it. Let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will wash you white as snow. He's qualified to do it. You can believe in that because he's quali- he did it for me. He's qualified to do it. The earth is his. The fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. He made you for his pleasure. He's he's more than qualified. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, we going in. Let me say this right quick, and then I may do the roll call later. But uh, good morning to your uh, sister Sion and brother Anthony, sister Jerry, and uh, Pastor David. Good morning to your minister Shonda. Good morning to your sister Dr. Goodman. And good morning to your sister Irene. I want to say that right quick because I am going to try and remember this roll call this morning. But uh, we thank God for Jesus, and we're going to bring John Hagee on in. Faith that wins. Faith that wins. That's his topic for today. It's a good one, too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today we begin an exciting, life-changing series of sermons titled, The Three Greatest Words. St. Paul puts his pen to parchment and inspired by the Holy Spirit writes in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and now abides faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Please turn to John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. The three greatest words have the power to change your life, to change your marriage, to change your business, to transform your attitude, fearful attitude concerning your future. 
the three greatest words were restore truth and justice to America. The three greatest words will crush the spirit of defeat and depression that's sweeping our nation and our public schools and our churches. The three greatest words will bring a revival of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness from sea to shining sea. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the fake news and government corruption be destroyed by a revival of truth and justice under the law of God. Read 1 John 5 and 4, please. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that we have that overcomes the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Heavenly Father, in the authority of Jesus' name, we come before your throne today as the church of Jesus Christ in America is under fire. Anoint us to hear the word of faith to fight the good fight of faith until we overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil, the deception that is sweeping our land. The victory is ours in Jesus' name through faith that wins. And all of God's children said amen. amen. You may be seated. Concentrate for today on the word faith that wins. The word faith is the celebration of victory. The word faith produces joy unspeakable. It brings confidence. It gives hope. It produces the blessed life. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Say that with me. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. That's the Bible. Faith gives you the victory in your personal life, in your professional life, in your spiritual life. Faith gives you victory over sickness and disease. Faith gives you victory over fear and insecurity about your future. A lot of people are now becoming fearful because of what's happening in our country. They're fearful for their children, and they're fearful for America's future. Faith gives the victory over every form of fear. It gives victory over habits and emotions that enslave you. Some of you in this audience are addicted to drugs. Prescription drugs are still drugs, but you're addicted to it. Some of you are emotionally addicted to bitterness, to rage, to resentment, to depression, to rejection because of things that have happened to you into your past. I challenge you to forget those things that have passed and live in the sunshine of God's love for today by faith. Give the Lord praise in the house. There's no subject in the Bible that is exciting as faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. Everything that God offers in this book comes on the wings of faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. Say that with me. Faith is the currency of heaven. Going to God without faith is like going to the mall without money. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see.
Romans 1.17, the just shall live by faith. Say that with me. The just shall live by faith. Listen, faith is not believing God can do it. Faith is believing that God will do it for you today. Faith starts out before you know how it's going to turn out. When you know exactly how something is going to happen to the end because you have the economic power to make that happen, that's not faith. Faith is doing daring of the soul that goes further than the natural eyes can see. We walk by faith and not by sight. If you don't believe it, you will never achieve it. The Bible says, for with God, Nothing is impossible. Once you believe that scripture, you have crossed the Hellespont from walking in the natural to the supernatural. Once you believe that nothing is impossible with God and you start thinking it and you start saying it, then you will start living it and your life will never be the same. The just shall live by faith. Give him praise in the house. I'd rather try something great for God and fail than to try something small and succeed. I think God's sitting in heaven waiting for someone to come up with an idea that actually challenges his power and his grandeur to accomplish the impossible. In the natural order, we say seeing is believing. You ever hear that phrase? Seeing is believing, but by faith we believe first and then we receive it. We reverse the natural order. We see it by faith and then we receive it. Mark 9, 23, Jesus said unto them, If you can believe, all things are possible. Say that with me. All things are possible to him that believes. You believe first and then you receive later. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you cannot see. That's what faith is. Listen, faith is not a matter of do you believe. The question is, what do you believe and in whom do you believe? Man says, there are many ways to God. We're all going to heaven on different roads. Wrong. There's a narrow way that leads to the throne of grace. And there's a broad way that leads to the fires of hell. You're on one of those two roads. God says, preach the word in season and out of season. Man says, Pastor, preach a new gospel for a changing time. Tell us how to feel good without being good. Tell us about the hot tub Christianity that makes everyone warm and comfortable. Help us to adjust to our sin. Don't help us to confess our sin. Recommend a counselor, not repentance. That's the message that Many pulpits in America right now are presenting to their congregation. Let me say to this body of Christ across America, the way to get rid of your sin is to confess it to the Lord Jesus Christ and let the blood of the cross cleanse you from all iniquity. The Bible says righteousness 
exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The Bible says all nations that forget God are turned into hell. Ladies and gentlemen of America, church members all, Christians, 60 million of you, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Have faith in God. Quit listening to the absolute destructive message of fake news. Pick up the good news and read this. Let your faith be established on this. Our tomorrows are as bright as the sunrise. Our God lives. He has all power in heaven and on earth. The just shall live by faith. Faith is not emotion. You can walk into a hospital room and cry for an hour and nothing will happen. You can pray for 60 seconds in the spirit of faith and cancers will die while you speak. That's a fact. Faith is not a feeling. Faith is substance. It's real. It's measurable. It's visible in the eyes of God. The Bible says, and when Jesus saw their faith, say that with me, and when Jesus saw their faith, Faith has evidence. Faith is based on the evidence of what God has done in the Scripture previously that gives us hope for what God will do today. God's provision is in His promise. God's provision is in His promise. There are 3,000 promises in this book. Not one of them will work until you have faith in God. Think about that. God provides faith for business ventures. Every businessman in this room and those of you listening across America, listen closely. This year of destiny, God wants to give you a breakthrough, a turning of the tide. Your success does not depend on what Wall Street says. Your success depends upon what God permits based on your faith. Barriers to your success are broken by faith. Do not fear your enemies or the future. God is already in your future working out the problems that are right now tormenting you. Worry is like a, a rocking chair. It gives you something to do but gets you nowhere. Stop it. Don't be afraid of taking on a big project. The Bible says by faith Noah built an ark. It was a monster project. No one on earth had done that before. Noah brought it in on time. He brought it in on budget. He got on board to the salvation of his family. Some will say, but Pastor, I'm not an expert. Let me give you this little word of advice. The Titanic was built by experts. The ark was built by an amateur with faith in God. In Genesis 12, God gave Abraham a promise that shaped the history of the world. He promised to give him a land flowing with milk and honey. He promised to make his name great. And to this day, Abraham's name is known all over the earth. Why? Because God never breaks a promise. Please send your best gift possible today. When you do, you'll receive our newest devotional, Promise, Problem, Provision. 
With your donation of $175 or more, we will include our Behold, I Make All Things New Scripture Art Piece, our Daily Truth Devotional, and the Hagee Ministries Prayer Journal. Regardless of the trial you're facing, God will see you through to the other side if you'll simply trust and obey. Send your gift today. Call the number on your screen or visit jhm.org slash provide. Some of you are facing a financial challenge. The Bible says it is the Lord that gives you the power to get wealth. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He will rebuke your enemies. He will scatter them like the chaff of the summer threshing floor. Receive God's best. Live life without limit. Live life without limit. No good thing will he withhold from those that diligently seek him. Give the Lord praise in the house. What you believe in, the object of your faith, is critical to your success. The Bible says, have faith in God. Say that with me. Have faith in God. Some people have faith in faith. I'll explain that this way. There are people who live in adultery who are living together without the benefit of a marriage license and making a covenant before God. I have heard people explain it like, well, we love each other. And, you know, God is love. So God approves of this. Wrong. You are worshiping an attribute of God. When you face the author and finisher of our faith, you are going to lose your soul. So if you're right now listening on television, one of you needs to move out before the sun sets today. <laughs> the source of faith. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The Greek word cometh is a progressive, continuous verb, meaning to increase. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Proverbs 3 and 8, it, God's word, shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Did you know that this is the greatest health manual ever printed based on the writings of the word of God? It shall be health to your navel and marrow to your bones. Navel is the source of nutrition for the baby in the mother's womb. It is the source of life. Marrow in the bone is the place that makes red blood cells. Life is in the blood. The marrow refreshes and restores life in the body. God's word is the source of life and the source of physical and spiritual nutrition. On Mother's Day a few years ago, a beautiful African-American mother was pushed in her wheelchair right here. She was 102 years of age. She was in beautiful health. And I asked her in front of the whole congregation, what do you attribute living such a healthy and long life? She said, every morning I get up and read the living word of God, and it heals me, it touches me, it transforms me. She got a standing ovation, and she deserved it. But I'm telling you, you can do the same. Psalms 43, 5, why are you cast down, O my soul? Hope thou in God, for yet shall I praise him. Listen, who is the health of my countenance? 
Psalms 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all of your iniquities, listen, and heals all of your diseases. There is healing power in the scripture. For years, our church has had the healing scriptures that I have recorded every healing verse in the Bible on those scriptures. We have sent them all over the world and people have testified how they were healed by listening to that Holy Spirit inspired word on that celluloid tape. It wasn't the tape. It's the power of the word of God. The spiritual controls the physical. Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. How is your mind renewed? By the word of God. How is your mind corrupted? Fake news is available every night. When Satan whispers, you don't have enough faith, Romans 12, 3 says, God has given to every man and to every woman a measure of faith. You have the faith you need to be victorious right now in every dimension of your life. You just need to learn how to turn it loose. Mark eleven twenty three says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, hear that? Shall what? Say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things which he says. He shall have whatsoever he says. You need to write that verse down and put it on your refrigerator. Mark eleven twenty three. There are four points in that verse. One, there is the proclamation. Whatsoever you say, the power of life and death is in the tongue. That's the Bible. Speak to the source of the problem. That's the mountain, the place of resistance, the point of resistance. Speak to the source of the problem. In your case, it may be cancer. It may be a heart disease. It may be a business crisis. It may be a marriage crisis. It may be a financial crisis. But speak to the source of the problem. Thirdly, speak without doubting. Job 22:28. And you shall decree a thing. A decree is a royal proclamation. You are sons and daughters of God. You are royalty. You have the power to make a royal declaration. When you decree a thing, Based upon the word of God, it will be established in heaven. The results, the mountain moves, the disease is conquered, the sickness ends, the marriage is healed, the financial needs are met, the business crisis suddenly goes away, God's abundance immediately begins to pour. The revelation declares, and they, listen, and they, the believers, overcame him, that Satan, by the word of their testimony, the word of your testimony is a proclamation and the blood of the Lamb. If you have sickness or disease, you're in a business crisis, a marriage that needs healing or restoration, you need a special miracle from God, you need to see your future as being resolved 
by faith? Are you willing to make a proclamation of faith? Because God is listening. When you pray in the name of Jesus and you make a proclamation, all heaven turns loose and starts to answer that prayer. Listen to me. When you go to a prayer meeting and someone says, Oh, Jesus, do something sometime. That's not a prayer. That's not even asking. When you pray, say what you're praying for, what the answer you're looking for, and to whom you're praying, and for whom are you praying, so that when God does it, you know it wasn't the random chance or probability that professors tell you will happen if you live long enough. When you pray for a specific miracle, so specify it that when God does it, even an atheist has to admit, God did this. That's the kind of faith. Now, for the practical application of this theological, spiritual, biblical base. If you are in this room and you're watching by television and someone, you or someone in your family needs divine healing and you would like to make a proclamation for their healing, today you would like to start the adventure of faith I want you to stand to your feet and make this proclamation. Say this, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, by whose blood I have been sanctified, I have been justified. I confess that you are my healer. That by your stripes, I am now being healed in the authority of your name. I speak against this disease. Now you name that disease as best you can. Continue. Father God, in the authority of Jesus' name, let this sickness die. Let it leave the body of the righteous. Let it leave the body of God's children. Now, in Jesus' name, we receive healing in the authority of the great physician. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a shout of praise in the house of God. You may be seated. I'd like for businessmen, you're in this room, to confess that the Lord wants to help your business to supernaturally progress. I want you to stand to your feet and pray this proclamation. What have you got to lose? Live by faith. Believe what this is about to happen. Pray this prayer. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father 
I come to you in the authority of Jesus' name. And I confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life and the Lord of my business. I give my business to you, Lord Jesus. Open the windows of heaven and pour out your blessings upon my business and on me personally. Make a way where there seems to be no way. Open the doors that have been closed. Restore to me sevenfold what Satan has taken from me. Scatter my enemies by your mighty right hand. Open the windows of heaven and bless my business according to your word. I receive it now in Jesus' name. It's done. Amen. Give the Lord a shout of praise in the house of God. Thank you for being with us. Do you have a promised land you've been trying to reach? God has your provision ready. Diligently seek Him and obey Him. Do it with an attitude of praise. Please stay tuned to the end of our program today. Pastor Hagee has a blessing for you and every member of your family. I want you to continue watching that you can receive it. Becoming a legacy partner with Hagee Ministries allows you to make a difference.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know I said I was coming back and tell y'all about yesterday. Look, I just got crossed up in the mix this morning because I wanted that word to come forth. Faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. I know what faith can do. I know what faith can do. Yesterday, uh, I was thinking on this prophetess. And, you know, I was getting a message to give to her. And I was just about to write her. I mean, I mean, it couldn't have been a half a second. And I get a message that she sent to another sister about another person uh, being really sick. We're going to pray for her today, too. And uh, I told her, I said, I was just about to write the properties. It couldn't have been a half a second, I'm telling you. So I got that information, and I prayed for the lady, and I told uh, the person what I felt. You know, God is going to heal her if it's his will. Uh, he'll raise her up again because she told me dialysis and, you know, that lead to some other stuff and before dialysis and some stuff really going on that caused them to believe she may need dialysis. So when that was said and done, I, I was thinking, I said, well, maybe that was going to be it, but I knew better. I knew better because I saw these envelopes and I, I saw money. And so I said, well, okay, I'm going to go ahead and send her the message and see what happens. Now, listen, while God giving me the message to give to her, because she up in the spirit, she's going uh, to pray with a lady and to see a lady who told her she wanted to receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. So she's going over there and work unto the Lord. Her mind wasn't on me. She couldn't. She didn't even know that I knew she had sent the message requesting prayer for the person and, you know, telling us, uh, what telling the one sister what had happened because it's her relative. Her mind wasn't on that. Her mind wasn't on me. Her mind wasn't on money. She's going to do the will of him that sent her. And when you go to do this kind of stuff, you got to be prayed up and, and, and stayed up. You can't just go thinking you're going to lay some hands and throw some oil and run home. Oh, no, that won't work. Sometimes you have to labor on your knees with people because what's in them. So listen, I went on and sent her what God told me to tell her. And I waited a few minutes, and I didn't get no response. I said, well, wait a minute. I know she... She told me later on she was trying to drive and read the text because she was headed to the, I mean, read the message because she was headed over there to the later house. Well, I called her. I said, I got a number. Let me call her. So when we first talked, it was like a, I don't know how I can describe this to y'all. It was a like, I'm going to use it like this. It was like an angel in between our connection. I'm going to put it like that. The spirit was moving, but the angel was in between the connection. And she said, can you hear me? I said, can you hear me? 
And so we got it together. And when I told her what the message said, she said, I was trying to read that, but I was driving. And I was trying to get a clear instruction. And as she talking, the spirit of the Lord come. Boy, look at him. She went on and left me. I'm not. I had to laugh. I'm laughing. I'm praising. I feel the spirit of the Lord, the presence real strong. And I'm praising. Baby, she in tongues and hollering and screaming. <laughs> I say, well, you cannot tell these kind of people this kind of stuff. They can't. They don't know what to do. They can't stay and talk to you no longer. They done forgot you even on the phone. They gone up in the spirit. They gone praising God. And as he praising, I could see the blessings just falling down. And so when we got through talking about the instructions of the Lord, I told her what it should be at the end. Later on, she she <laughs> later on she messaged me. <laughs> Cause right then, <coughs> excuse me, it was nothing she could do but praising. Let me tell you. When you in dire straits and you done put some stuff on the altar, you know it's coming, but you don't know how. You trust in God that he'll bring it about. But deep in your heart, God notices in your mind. It's on your mind. He go ahead and open the door and show you I'm moving. I just need you to keep obeying me, keep doing what you're doing. I'm sending the blessings. And if you need a little naturalness, a little tangibleness to it, here it is right here. I'm showing you what I will do. This morning, everybody, if you possibly can, I only need you to send me $9. Cash app it to me. Over on Cash App, I'm cash now, 1727. The C in, well, the money sign, money sign, cash now, 1727. The C in cash is the big C. The N in now is the small N. So if you could just send me $9, $5, $7, $3, whatever you got, send it to me. Cash app it to me. And it's going to go in the envelopes. There are three envelopes you have to fill. And, 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 and see, because it was some things on the altar. She didn't know no way. She couldn't really make a way. Only God could, and he did that. So if you'll work with me, and whatever you send, whatever you planting, plant it as a seed. Plant it as a seed unto the Lord. And assign your seed. Tell your seed what you want it to do. Now, for $9, don't tell God. Well, I can't tell you what to tell you. Because on $9, he can do anything. On $9, he can give you a $600,000 home, paid for, uh, uh, HOA paid for, lunch, everything you need. He did it for me, so I know he'd do it for you. Mine was $600, uh, but it was all right. I couldn't do it on my own. I can tell you that. Only he could. $9. Listen now. By faith and expect. A great heart. Expect a miracle. Expect uncommon favor, uncommon lessons, uncommon miracles. Expect some uncommon things to come about as good with your children, with your family. 
You know, Sister Spinner, that is just so strange. You jumped out the box like that. <laughs> and then it's not so strange. Because there's a there's a, a situation coming up for you, Sister Spinner. And I shouldn't be happy about it. I'm telling you the truth. I shouldn't, but I am. It's going to show both of us what God said it was going to be is what it's going to be. That's all I can tell you. You can't ask me no questions. I can't tell you no more. You got to trust God. You got to believe him for the good in this by faith. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you something. I can remember I told this lady, she said she was a preacher and a this and a that. And the Lord told me to tell her to give me $3. I'll never forget this. And I told her what he said. I said, the Lord said, give me three $1 bills. She gave me the three $1 bills. And I told her what he said he was going to do. He was going to bless her today. Well, she wanted to go over to Sam's, and she didn't have a Sam's card, but I did. And all the stuff she wanted to buy out of Sam's, she was not going to get that stuff not without a Sam's card. I said, well, hold up. I got a Sam's card. You can buy it with my card. She rushed on and bought it with the card. I mean, I paid for it with the card and everything. And the next day, she come back, and she said, look, you told me God was going to bless me yesterday. I didn't get nothing. Listen, I want my $3 back. I'm telling y'all the truth. At the time, I didn't have $3. I had to go find chains, dig them a car uh, in my bedroom, uh, in the top drawer. I had to go dig up $3 to give back to her. I don't want to tell y'all what happened to this woman. I don't, until this day, I don't want to tell you. But I can tell you this, it wasn't good. Because that wasn't me asking for $3. He said, ask for the $3. It's not me asking for the $9. He want to bless you with, with uncommon blessings. He want to bless you with favor that more than you ever could imagine. He want to bless you with uncommon blessings and miracles. Because, see, you're going to reap the overflow of this woman. He, I'm, she about to have an overflow. I'm here to tell you. So you're going to reap that right there. You're going to get some of her, her, her money on. You're going to get some of her blessings. Mm-hmm. But we're looking at the money. We're looking at the person. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking at. Well, she just asked for us to uh, plant a seed to her last week. Now she back asking $9. You buy more McDonald's and drinks and stuff than $9 in the run of a week. And if you got to sacrifice, tell the Lord, Lord, I'm sacrificing this nine because you know what's in my check and you know what's in my pocket so that I can plant this seed to this ministry, to this woman. And God, you multiply it back to me in the name of Jesus. I planted mine yesterday. I think I planted $9. I can't remember right off, and I did so much. But anyway, before day this morning, I'm up talking to Margaret. One o'clock in the morning. Wait a minute, y'all bear with me. I'm coming right back. I got to put this song on. I'm coming right back. Wait. 
She turned 86 on the 7th of January. And uh, what happened is this. I um, talked to her daughter and everything, and I told her daughter I would call her because I hadn't heard from her in, in a few days, and I knew something wasn't right. When she didn't, you know, she wasn't calling me that often. If you don't do them, call me three times a week, Margaret going to call me. So I couldn't get her yesterday. I said, okay, Sister Margaret, I'm going to wait on you tonight. We're going to talk. So because she had hearing problems, but I was blessed to get her over to the hearing center and get her hearing aid. But at 86, now she she sharp. She sharp for an 86-year-old lady. But you can't show her one time or two times, and she get the hang of a, a hearing aid how to put it in, how to turn it on, how to turn it down, how to turn it off, that kind of thing. So I called her, had to be around 11 o'clock last night. I don't know, I didn't sleep uh, like I usually do. 6 o'clock, 6.30, I'm, I'm snoring. When 9 o'clock comes, just go on and forget it. Just don't even worry about it. No communication most time. So if she answered the phones, and she said, I'm so embarrassed. I said, what's wrong, Margaret? She said, I was supposed to call you every day. Every day you've been on my mind. She said, but Barbara, I felt so silly. I have, I just didn't want to call you with this. And I know you got important stuff you're doing for people. There's way more. I said, Margaret. And then I let her finish. She had a whole bunch of stuff to tell me. Really stayed on the phone with her till 2 o'clock. In the morning, a little after two. And she was telling me all this stuff about death at 86. I went on and told her, you shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. She said, and I know, Bob, we went on and talked about some of everything. And you know God went up in a business. She thinking it's me. But it's not me, honey. I can't see my way to the bathroom. I got glasses on. But if God show me, and if he's speaking, it is what it is. So look what happens. When we get through with the conversation, there's some things I got to do for her today. She said, Barbara, you brought this up, and I really wanted to talk to you about it all week long. And last week, she said, but I just felt like I don't want to put this on her. She doesn't help me so much. She doesn't this. She doesn't. I said, it's my job. It's what I do, Margaret. You're not overloading me. You're overloading the spirit of God, and he don't, he don't circuit out. He, he lasts forever. So we got a lot talked about. We got a lot straight. Uh, her daughter worked two jobs, and then her daughter have a daughter and a son. These adults that she's dealing with, a lot of pressure. So on Margaret end, whatever I can do, Medicare, uh, advantage plans, uh, all kind of stuff, explaining part B and then explaining C and D, you know, and whatever else she needs. I can do that. So, you know, I work with her on that. Uh, other things she needed, 
glasses. She needed a, a dentist repair. She needed hearing aid and something was happening with her leg and she needed all this taken care of, but she didn't know where to go or how to go. God bless you, Pastor Boatwright, this morning. Girl, I, thank God for Jesus. That's all I'm going to tell you, Boatwright. Thank God for Jesus. Thank you so much. So look, um, she got all these things taken care of, but it took me days to set all of this up because she had nothing set up. And she have the kind, she's getting the kind of part C and D where she can go to the best doctors, the best specialists. But because she didn't understand and didn't know what was going on, she going to the low-income clinics, the Medicaid clinics. And you're not going to get too much up out of that. Only God is moving for you. You done prayed for it. So look, uh, we talked about all these things. Margaret said, Barbara, I said, yeah. She said, I've been said I'm going to send you some money. She said, and I am. She said, but I didn't want to send it to your address until I talked to you about how to send it because I want to send it in a way where to be safe because during the holidays, people steal at your mailbox. I said, Margaret, <laughs> my box is front of my house if I want to use my home address. But to keep the devil at bay anyway, I use my P.O. box. Now, the only people going to get it out of that is their who? Postal workers. People don't just come into the post office side and steal out the P.O. box. Uh-uh. No, they don't. So we're going to talk again today about all of that. But she said she wants me to be able to sign for it. When it comes. See, my thing is this. And, and see, we work with people. We work with people because we understand the thinking pattern of people when you're not walking by faith and, 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 and you know, you're not walking by sight, but you're walking by faith. See, I don't think like that. I wouldn't care if a million dollars came in a big humongous envelope. Nobody's going to be curious about Nobody's going to think of, oh, this money. Nobody's going to do that. It's addressed to me. And if the angels of the Lord have to watch over it until it reaches me, <laughs> so be it. And I'm happy about it right now. But 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm up talking to Margaret, not sleeping. It was the strangest thing. He was moving yesterday. God was moving. God was moving. God was moving. Talk to her daughter, Yvonne. She trying to convince me. I, the Lord had to just run on up in a business and let her know. I know what you're talking about. You think Barbara don't know and I'm telling her to tell you? Hold up. Let me tell you this. And he went on and told her. Now look what he told her. The very thing she was asking me to do, he told her she didn't have to do it and I didn't have to do it. He was going to do it. Now he told her this yesterday. One o'clock in the morning, Margaret said the same thing. Margaret brought it to me. I didn't bring it to Margaret. She didn't bring it to Margaret. God said she wasn't going to have to do it, and I wasn't going to have to do it. He was going to do it. And when I tell you he was doing it this morning before day, And I'm sitting back in amazement because, you know, I know it's God. 
It's not her, and it's not me, and it's not Yvonne, but it's Almighty God. Oh, she was she was stealing testimony after testimony. I'm seeing the Lord working for these people. Sometimes God is working for us, and we don't see it. And the reason we can't see it, we're walking in the flesh. We're not walking in the spirit. I prayed and asked for something. God gave it to me. Now, I knew it wasn't me. I knew it didn't come from the people where they said it came from. But I know God was in the midst. He, he, he did it. He opened the door and made ways. Faith that wins. You got to have a, 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 a crazy faith. You got to have where everybody over here, 35 people over here say, oh, no, that ain't going to work. Oh, no, that won't work. Here go one person over here with crazy faith saying, oh, yeah, that's going to work. Because no man is going to do it. Only God going to do it for me. And when they get to here, it's been done, all 35 in shock. Anybody ever heard of people going to the hospital and they pronounce them dead? Somebody went down in the morgue and pulled a draw out for some reason to identify them or something. And all of a sudden, they saw these people, heard these people snoring. They wasn't dead, now they sleeping, breathing on their own and everything. Had to get them people out of death draw and let them put the, 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 take off the grave clothes and put on street clothes. And these people hit the street and been going ever since. That was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. They still living. He is a miracle-working God. And we must become a miracle-believing people. Uncommon faith, uncommon blessings, uncommon miracles. Uncommon means you get what you don't normally get. I'm getting uncommon blessings. I'm getting a lot of information, a lot of understanding, uncommon blessings. Well, all before, I didn't understand. All before, no way this was not going to happen. I was sitting there this morning telling God about all he had did that I could remember. I was telling him about the credit card. I was, uh, <laughs> everything. <coughs> I was even telling him about the carpet cleaning right after Christmas. Ha, ha, ha. Caroline came over here and vacuumed, pulled up all the runners and vacuumed the carpet. I can't do it. Feel the vacuum clean up. Well, you know, you shake the, uh, what is it? The carpet fresh on the carpet and all. She got up all that carpet fresh out of it real good. So when he come in to clean, he could clean it good. I saw that it was so clean and pretty. I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to walk on it. Well, Barbara, how you going to sit on the couch if you don't walk on the floor? <laughs> I, I, I throw some old sheets and comforters down and let that stay down two or three days. I haven't been in different places. Now, certain places on it I had to go. But Caroline coming back and she's going to vacuum it good after he done cleaned it. Any dust, debris, anything in there, all that's coming out. It's what I wanted. It may not mean nothing to you, but it meant something to me. 
I wanted the kitchen, I wanted the table pulled out, all the chairs and anything else, and I wanted that thoroughly mopped. I didn't say a word to Caroline. She went in there and did all of that. And then some kind of way she put the chairs together that they go. I didn't even know they go like that, but it sure looked fancy to me. <laughs> God is faithful. And the just shall live by faith. We were out here trying to live off the job. I call it the greedy. Because that's all you got, the badness of a job, the hard work. Uh, living off the grid is hard work. You got to make your own peanut butter most times. You got to cut them logs down to build your house. You, you, you may have a truck, so you have to take your truck and go, go get your own appliances and put in there, whatever it is. Most things in there made by wood. You ain't put no modern stuff in there. They, because a lot of times you don't even have electricity on the grid. So you're on the job, you're on the grid. And you're out there with the bad necessities. Working to get the bad necessities. When you should be working to give. And because God loves a cheerful giver, when you give that pay that you work for, he's going to uh, bring forth a great harvest. But we can't believe like that. And I know some people cut me. And just let, leave me to bleed to death. But even if you don't pay your tithes and offering, but you're talking to God about it. I've seen a move in that. Because I didn't have no money. We'll work for food or something. We'll work for some cleaning or something. We'll work for spending the night at the hotel or something. But it wasn't cash. And I couldn't go over there and get God no hotel hours. I had to work them. So look what he did to me. Every day I was still going out. I had a job, going to work, getting off work, walking, witnessing the people up and down the street. Let me tell you something. Homeless and all of that. And we're just so grateful to tell people what God said. So excited to talk about the goodness of the Lord. I'm homeless. I'm a woman. But he never let me step out in the open. What he did for me is I always had a, a car of something to sleep in. A functioning car. Halfway decent. I, I would go to somebody, you know, one of the saints and tell them, they said, well, oh, girl, come on, lay in here on this couch for the night. And tomorrow we'll figure something else out. I went over to an evangelist house, evangelist around the Kirby, young woman, way younger than me. She passed away. Oh, oh, Rhonda been gone, I know, 20, 30 years almost. So, girl, come on over here and sleep on this couch. And we'll figure something else out tomorrow. Because I'm on Section 8. You know, they don't let you do all of that. You can have guests for so many days, but. I don't want no problems. I said, and I don't want you to have none. Well, one of her co-workers had a room. And she said, uh, I can let her stay in my room and she have her own bathroom and everything. I liked it that part. How much am I under $80 a week? Oh, okay, I can do that. In the midst of that, look now, look. In the midst of that, God gave me a different kind of job. Paying more, less hours, uh, more uh, authority. 
I became a shift supervisor from 4 to 12. And the pay, oh my goodness, I was thankful. When I told the boss, because I worked for the same man off and on, but when I wasn't working for him, I didn't ask him for nothing. Matter of fact, I didn't bother him because I was tied up into this job. I don't want to give these people a good day's work for a good day's pay, and you can't be part of it because he liked to play, pull pranks, call me out to dope, throw water on me. I'm at work. Anything. I, he might do anything. I, I didn't put nothing past him. And I might call him out the door and shake soda all over him or tell him a lie, anything. So when I was working with somebody else, I cut him off. So when I told him what was going on, he said, what? I mean, yeah. No, no, we're gonna have to get you somewhere. Well, in the midst of that, my god brother come along. He said, You staying where? I told him the lady name. He said, Oh no, I gotta get you out of there. Uh uh. It was Valentine's night and they throwed a man bashing party. For Valentine Well, when he he called me and he said, What you doing? I said, I'm in my, my room, I said, because they having a Halloween, I mean, a Valentine man bashing pot. He said, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, this ain't going to work. I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to get you. Because, see, he always thought if I hung out with the wrong women, I would change. But it wasn't just me not hanging out with the wrong women. It was the spirit of the Lord. The Holy Ghost was keeping me. God sanctified me and set me aside. But he, he could hit, oh, no, let me come and get you. Oh, where you at? I came, he came and got me, he said, look here. He said, now, if you want to come home, you can come home. Anytime you get ready, I'm not there. If I come there, it's going to be on a Sunday morning. If I spend the night, I'm going to spend Sunday night. And Monday, I'm all, I'm going over there and harass Beverly. That's his wife. He said, I'm going over to Beverly. You know how I roll. All the week, I go to work. When I leave work, I come through here and check on you. I'm gone. I'm going over to Beverly's to harass Beverly. I, I ain't staying over here through the mile with you. I would cook for him and his family. He had two boys and a wife, Beverly. I would cook for all four of them. They would get up from the table, leave their mess, and go on. And I come behind them and clean it up. And when he come back, I give him the business. Or I raise the roof for him. He's like, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong for that. Why didn't you leave it? I'll clean it up. I said, you know I can't stay in here with that. You, you didn't want to say nothing to Beverly, and the boys are cleaning up behind themselves. I said, but it, it won't happen in here. I said, now they treat the living room like it's a, a, a palace. But I, if, if I make them some breakfast, they thankful for me cooking. But well, guess what? At the same time, they're not going to clean up nothing. I said, no, I can't do it. He said, well, ain't nobody there. It'll just be you. Beverly might come over and hang out with you because she likes talking to you about the Lord. But other than that, ain't nobody coming over. The boys ain't studying your legs ain't long enough, and you ain't got all the junk in your trunk like that. Now they they they're not, they not interested, so you know what it is. It's the way you talk to me, y'all. I said, well, I'll be on back over here to win. I said, tomorrow. He said, you need some help. I said, well, what you think I'm going to do all this by myself? He said, well, I'll come on over there when I, well, he said, I'm off tomorrow. I'll come on over there and help you. Came over there and helped me move in. When the lady saw him, her eyes got big. When he saw her eyes got big, he looked at me with a smile on his face. And when we got to the house, he said, see, I knew her. That's why I said, oh, no, I got to get you out of here. She ain't no good. And all they want to do is get drunk. 
He said, and Barbara, I'm not sure if they're not going with each other. I said, okay, well, you ain't got to worry about me with all that no more. Uh-huh. And I stayed right there to him, right there at his house. And I, I would tell him what days I would need. I said, when I run winds, I really need you to come by here because this, this, and this. Because he would come and cut the yard and all of that. He, he had some cars, you know, them kind of car collecting me. He kept his cars washed and covered and, you know, you know how they do Vacuum out. Ain't nobody rode in the car in a hundred years. Car running, but nobody driving it. So he vacuuming and waxing it. I said, oh, my goodness. I said, Ron, how much should I pay you a week? So well, I got a mortgage on this house. I said, and I'm thinking as much I'm asking you. He said, well, what you were paying over there? I said, you were charging me? Yeah, I'm going to charge you more than she charged me. <laughs> crazy. I said, now you don't come and ask me to come back home, and then you're going to put a price on me? You're going to add to it? Now go on and do what you're going to do. So I would pay him like $70 a week, 75 you know. Sometimes I felt like tipping him a little bit if he behaved himself. One, one Saturday, he came in there looking crazy. I wasn't a Friday. It was a Friday. Because, see, he was, he was in love with his wife, Beverly, and harassed her, but he had other women in other places. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And uh, they would call and say, your brother there? I said, hold on one minute. Foolishness, you know. He came in there that Friday evening. I told him, I said, I said, wherever you go this weekend, wherever you go and get mad, I need you to leave right then. I said, soon as you see you mad, don't forget, I need you to get up out of there. I said, because if you don't get up out of there, it's going to be bad over there. He looked at me. I said, really, you shouldn't go. I said, because you're going out of town. I said, you really shouldn't go. He looked at me again as if, you you, you listen to my phone conversation? <laughs> you give him a mail out my phone? How you get it? I said, Ronnie, don't forget. He was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He packed this little grip, whatever he was going to take, and he disappeared. He came back home that Sunday morning. I was making breakfast. I said, you want some breakfast? He said, yeah. We sat into the table eating. He said, remember you told me wherever I go, if I got mad to leave as quick as I got mad. I said, yeah. He said, well, I went and I got mad. I said, and you left. He said, you better know it. He said, because I had the gun in my hand. He was a, a, a what these people is, a, a bail bondman person uh, that go get the people. I don't forgot what they called him. Like Dog the Bounty Hunter, that's what he was. And he worked for Star Meat. Yeah. And uh, he did other little odd jobs. You know, He, he was a real savvy man. He wasn't lazy or anything like that. He really wasn't a really nasty man either because, you know, he took baths and uh, when he was going to work, he was clean. When he wasn't working and he going out, you know, he nice maintained himself, that kind of stuff. But he just had some issues. <laughs> and wherever it clouded up, he was the one that rained all the time. And I, could, I said, look here, wherever it clouds up, you need to go because you've been to rain in a minute. It's going to be a bad storm over there. He was kind of yoked up and big. You know what I'm saying? He take a thing and push you. Oh, you hurt. He just moved me to the, 
I'm a big girl. He just moved me to the side one day. I'm trying to get through. I said, but I'm trying to talk to you. Well, you're going to talk later on because I told you I'm trying to get through. He just set me on the side. But all of this, faith did it. All of this, God kept the roof of some kind over my head, whether it was in a car, whether it was at a hotel, whether it was at somebody's house. It may not have been for long. I could have stayed at Ron's house as long as I wanted to. I left there on my own. He ain't put me out of there. I remember I left and went and stayed at this little hotel. He came around there. He said, look here, why are you up in here? I said, because I needed somewhere to go. He said, well, go home, man, because Ron here, all these people got AIDS. That's after the assignment was over. I had several assignments in there. Listen to this. I come out the door, blood on the sidewalk. They done beat somebody up or whatever right there. One day the management come and ask him, what you doing in here? I said, I'm trying to live and obey God. I said, well, what you need? I said, I want to use that club room over there for Sunday church service. I would go over there and have different speakers to come and people, and we have church service, and the people would just sit in the hotel room because they made it like a little efficiency, you know, like a little studio apartment. They would sit there and listen to the church service. They didn't have to come in the building. And the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight, especially when you're doing the will of him that sent you. I can tell you something. I've been through some things, and it wasn't bad to me. Now, most people hear it, and they be like, ooh, that wasn't bad to me. He sent me. I'm coming to do what he says. He opening doors and making ways. He blessed me beyond my wildest and imagine. I'm in the ghetto. I'm living low. And I probably was the happiest person over there. I didn't see nothing wrong. <laughs> I seen people that needed a risen savior. I seen people that needed a charge to keep and a God to glorify. I saw that. I saw people that needed to get in the word and understand the word. I even seen churches with pastors who didn't have it together. They were getting the people money and controlling the people. Something was wrong with these things, spiritual things, but the natural things, it was what it, it, it what they say, it is what it is. It's what people do in the natural. They're going to live according to how they feel, according to how they see things. But when you're spiritual, when you got a true God in you, and you got a spirit living in you, and you let the spirit have its way in your life, you see things different. I can remember walking down the sidewalk saying, <laughs> people looking at me like, is she on drugs? They say, no, that's a candy lady. She ain't on no drugs. God telling her something, and I'm going on about my business. I didn't get in the dope boy's way, but when God sent me to say or do whatever, I did it, and I went on home. At the end, oh, I can tell y'all, oh, my goodness, my goodness. I remember they bust what they call down in the bottom. This the dope area. I promise you, our 22 dope men, and these boys, they weren't no kind of rock selling guys. These, this weight. All of them was out there talking because they was busting over. You could see uh, vice. They call it knocks sometimes. Knock, vice, the dogs. 
the DEA, the EFG, HIJK, Elemental P, everybody was over there. And you weren't escaping that because everything was blocked off, including where I lived. But I seen these 20 by 22 dope men come. And they was discussing because they, they ran. They got a chance to get away. I come, they was talking loud at first. I came to the screen door looking. I was in amazement. And they lowered their voice. I went on back in my house and shut my door. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? The anointing did the job. I didn't have to go out and say nothing to nobody. The Spirit of the Lord did the job. Whatever he did out there in them, it wasn't my business. They eventually come and set that house on fire because they couldn't stop it down there. Ooh, they couldn't stop that traffic. They couldn't stop that driving in and bringing in the... They said it. They killed so many people. They set it on fire. But now, you know it wasn't all gone. But it was what they call cleaned up. You couldn't really tell, tell. But it was still there. God is faithful. He'll put us in places where he can use us to work if we want to work. But yesterday, them girls, Mary, Mary, say, yesterday, yeah, I cried my last tear, is what they said yesterday. If I didn't believe before yesterday, I should never believe. I wasn't believing before. Yesterday had to make a believer out. Everything was lined up. Everything was perfect. Everything was done by him. The way he did it, the way he brought it, I'm like, oh, I'm what, oh, yeah. And I couldn't help but go off into praise. When the prophetess was praising, I couldn't help but praise with her. But she went on the left because she could, She wasn't on the surface. See, I'm on the surface because I'm, I'm, I want to finish out the instructions if there's any more. She didn't have time. Because what she needed, he was doing it right there. What she was hoping for, for uh, now faith is the substance of hope, hope for the evidence. She was hoping. She was praying. She was trusting. And now that God done brought it to the surface, and she know it, honey, she ain't got no time for you. I thank you for the message, prophetess. I, I, I thank you for the instructions. I, I thank you that you're willing to be a blessing and plant a seed. But right now is God time. I got to give it to God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. How God moves so quickly. Just like that. I pray a prayer at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, God answering the prayer. I'm looking. I'm thinking, I just prayed that. And I know the Lord thinking, well, if you didn't need it, what you prayed it for? If you didn't, you got patience, and that's what you're trying to do, wait on me, I've already done it. Prayed Sunday night, Monday morning, he showed up. Ooh, ooh. For he's that kind of friend. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's that kind of friend. And he's on our side. And even through sickness, unhealthy, 
going through, sometimes we have to accept it and just lay there and bear it. But guess what? God is always with us, believers, Christians, the saints of God, the people of God. He is always with us. And if we can remember this, Lord, my hand hurt, uh, I'm going through. Lord, this medicine I'm taking, it makes my head hurt. It takes my appetite. It does this. It does that. Listen, he's right there. And listen, if you got to go home, because to be absent from this old body is to be present with the Lord. If you got to go on home, he's going to send somebody to bring you. He's he going to send somebody to walk with you, I believe, if you're afraid. But some people, they still ain't, ain't got it yet. And some people need somebody familiar that they know to make them feel comfortable. He does all of this for us. Somebody says, oh, no, yes, he does. Yes, he does. I don't know who was there to meet Diamond or whatever, but I pray somebody was there to greet her and to carry her. Yeah. I don't know what kind of Christian life she lived or whatever, but that's my prayer for her. Yeah. Want to say this and we go into a song. I'm checking in with Brother Frank and I'm laughing with him and praying with him yesterday. And I got on my job and different folks called me. And the person I really wanted to call was Robin Lynn Maven. Because he always liked to hear her tease about Jeremiah was a bullfrog. And he was a friend of mine. She never understood a single word he said, but she helped him to drink his wine. And he always, the bullfrog, always made fine wine. So Brother Frank, her, and a bunch of us, we used to just laugh at it, you know. And uh, it was an icebreaker for her, too. And so, look, I was trying to remember and get a hold of her so she could call it because I knew that we're doing good. She contacted me, and I told her what I needed. She said, oh, well, you know it's no problem. I said, reminding you, Robin lives. She said, oh, he already knows. Oh, I was just, that's another thing I want to say. Oh, yesterday, I just want to tell you about yesterday here. So look, I knew Sister Irene had called, then Sister Jerry had called, and uh, he just had a good time. Oh, he was just a size himself, because that's all he needed was love. Listen, all he needed was real genuine love. All he needed was people to show him that they really cared and that they wouldn't count him out and write him off and he was going to die and this and that. I got in touch with evangelist Jerry Howe. He said, well, I'm not in, because he over in the Philippines. I'm not in a place where I can write him, I mean, call him right now, but I will be later on. But let him know I'm praying for him. House me meant that, you know, I know him. Well, after I got through with all these messages from these people who calling him and this and that last night, I called Brother Frank back to let him know who would be calling. Okay, I'm going to have to give y'all another number to call him because guess what? They sent Frank home from the hospital yesterday. Frank home. Well, I'm thinking he home. I don't know if they sent him over to rehab or somewhere else. But when I call that line, and you still can call that number, CR, y'all still call to make sure he gone home. The lady told me he was discharged. I said, what? I said, he gone home? She said, yes, ma'am, he gone home. Well, I'm calling all these three or four.
I got, and I ain't getting no answer. So today around 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock, well, 1 o'clock, I'm going to say. I might try him to you. But he sleeps because he needs his rest. But I am going to call him and uh, let him know, Brother Frank, I, I was really hoping that you would have called me and told me you've been discharged so I could shout out in the kitchen, bring it up through the living room, take it out on the lanai, get it in the yard, go out by the pond and turn around and come on back through and go and get it in the bedroom. I'm hoping that you would call me and tell me you're gone home, but I knew that. That's why I was so trying to get people to call them because that showed you care. And the ones that called him from a sincere heart that encouraged him and to pray with him. Yeah. Because you got some helpers that call over there and excite him as a man. Now, that ain't, that ain't what we're talking about, helpers. I'm talking about encouraging him in Jesus and then pray with him. Irene showed me the light. Irene called over there and encouraged him real good with that Australian accent. Prayed with him and hung the phone up. Okay. Oh, he done sent me some of uh, my son money. Okay, I'll get to it in a minute. I'm busy. Listen, everybody want to call me today, like on Thursday. Everybody want to be partaker of something. And earlier, uh, my friend, Connie, the crab lady, I'm going to call her for y'all. She called me. And she want to get crabs and whiting fish. I can't do it today. Oh, when she mentioned them crabs, my mouth went to water. Because I know how she do them, natural, a blue crab, natural. You taste the sweetness of the crab. She ain't got so much gunk and junk in there. Yeah, she know what she doing. Ooh, a real chef. And so, uh, ooh, I want to go. And that white and fish, they got what they call big bullhead whitens right now. And if I eat one of them, I'm full to the tube. Yeah. I, I don't need no salad, I don't, I, but I usually eat a salad with it. But I don't even need a garden salad, a spring salad. All I need is the fresh fish and some mustard and a hint of hot sauce. Louisiana hot sauce, I'm good to go. Y'all know I'm going to talk about food. Go on about your business now. I cook and I eat. But um, this is what I know. He's going to be there for us. Yeah. He's going to be there for us. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, some people don't want clean fun. They like the, uh, all this other stuff. I like good, clean fun. I like the word of God. I, I, I mean, we can laugh and talk about it, you know, but we don't want to add or take away nothing from it. And it is what it is. And it is serious. I'm talking about more serious than a train wreck. A heart attack at the same time, yeah, it's more serious than that, the word of God, because it's true. And it goes out and it does what God said it would do. What he sent it out to do, that's what his word does. Yeah, and it's already all right. I got to get to this song right here. And I was talking about leaving here, going back with God when he comes. And if you're afraid or you got any kind of something about it, you can talk to the Lord about it. And guess what? He'll send angels in your room to minister to you, to prep you and prepare you for your going home. Oh, yeah. So listen, let's take a look at, listen to this. 
these are the roots. I think they're called, and this is one of the most beautiful songs to me. Hallelujah. Take a listen. Carry him to heaven. There to see his savior. 
more than just a radio. This is Jesus in the Morning Radio, spreading the good news of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm telling you, it's like I'm dried out, but God is faithful. Listen, yesterday, I just wanted to tell y'all how he moved. Yesterday, I didn't tell y'all, I couldn't tell y'all. I, I tried to give you as much as I could. But the same God yesterday, hey, glory, hallelujah, he's that same God today. So I'm looking for some uncommon blessings today. He gave me many yesterday. Let me tell y'all something. People have worked me so I got sick. I'm telling y'all, a cold that wouldn't go away for almost a month, Diagnosed with asthma, and it comes full. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I needed the rest. But when I come back, he didn't put more on me than I could bear. Because he saw where I'm going to work it to the, to the, as the world say, to the wheels fall off. Because I'm doing this unto him. A lot of times he tried to warn me, but I ignored the warning because I'm thinking, uh uh-uh, devil, you're not going to stop me from doing the work of the Lord. God just sat back. (laughs) All this time you knew me and you knew what he was speaking, but today you're not going to know. I'm going to just sit back and let you, but you're going to get to see. And I did. So now I'm taking it easy. Not so many calls. Not so many emails, not so many uh, texts and messages. Because, look, if it's over a million listens, that's all I'm going to tell you. How many people calling? How many people writing? How many people sending me stuff to read, stuff to look at? Over one million listens. And every day is not the same day for each one of these little people. They got some new stuff going on. Last week it was the market. This week is my child sick. Next week the pastor done lost his mind. All kind of stuff. And, and let me, oh, yesterday. Oh, one more thing. We might run over a little bit this morning. Bob Talk, I ain't trying to do it. Y'all owe me because you ain't fixed the chat room since uh, September, October, November. You ain't said that. I know since November. Listen, Sandra Jack, Minister Sandra Jackson called me yesterday. She said, would you do an interview? You want to do an interview? I said, yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? Monday, I will be on her podcast, and I'll bring more of that information hopefully tomorrow because Friday is the last day I got to share with you so you'll know where to go if you want to come with me and listen. Or I got to get the link so maybe you can listen afterwards. Last night I hit Facebook up because I couldn't sleep. I, I'm not going to say I could not sleep. I just was wired up because God had moved and he was moving and he was moving and he was moving. And I couldn't go to sleep. Wasn't no time to go to sleep. Thank you, Miss Fion. Honey, bunny. So look what happened. Another evangelist, uh, uh, minister, she asked me, uh, can you come do, my, uh, do a live? I couldn't do it. I'm waiting on a different move, but look how God was moving and everything. I had my hair plaited up. You know, I didn't have time to take it down and put my gels and stuff and make it, you know, nice and shiny and everything. I I, I could have just threw on a shirt, you know, over the, over the top of the dress and, you know, 
washed my face and spruced it up just a little bit. That burst of soap worked excellent. And then I got me another different kind of soap from bed, bath, and, you know, from bed and bath Sunday for Christmas. I, I got that orange ginger. It light that bathroom up with good smell. But anyway, I just had to tell you about yesterday. And the more I think on that, the more I'm telling you about yesterday. But listen, we're going to pray out this morning. And uh, we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Listen, tomorrow, get your testimony. Make it short and pretty. Yeah, you got some short ones he done done for you. And it's, it's going to be beautiful. Just come on in and just tell it and be done with it. You got to tell us your deep business. You got to tell us that I was with a man and he beat the half a side of my head. And you got, if you don't want the world to know, you got to tell it. You got to come and tell us, well, I ain't making but eight fifty right now. I wasn't making $20, but my money. You got to tell that part. Come and tell the goodness of the Lord. Yeah, because we need to know how to testify. I testify long on here because I need the time. And I need to share with you. Yeah. But it's no need for the rest of, of you to come and do a, a 45 minutes or hour testimony. Come on in there and give God five to ten minutes and be through. We listen. We know him as a healer. We know him as a lawyer. We, we know him as the, the great physician, the God that healeth thee. He sent his word. His word healed me. Last Monday, not this Monday, right here, Monday before last. That's what we say in the South. Monday before last. He 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 sent me in. And the enemy tried to make me stop. The enemy tried to tell me seven days, set that to Thursday. When Thursday comes, set that to Friday. Just gonna set it to Monday. No, I'm going in there every day. God's been good to me. And I'm feeling better. I'm going in there every day. And I know you heard a little coughing, but you ain't hearing as much as you were. I said he's a healer. He sent his word and his word here. Hallelujah. Ah, I'm so grateful. I know my boy sound a little asthma, you know. That's what they say it is. Yeah, but I ain't even funny. I'm telling you, I'm good. What I need to do is keep working and get the weight off. I want to try that acting diet for three days and see. I mean, the, uh, they call it the military diet. And, uh, all right, then I will, Pastor David, just go on and shout it out. But uh, I want to do that three-day diet. But I can't have no caffeine, no vitamins, and no dairy. Y'all know my heart hurting over cheese and eggs and butter, don't you? You feel sorry for me? <laughs> oh, when she told me no dairy, what? I'm trying to have a little boy egg. I'm trying to have a little toast ministry going, you know. I'm trying to have a little black coffee uh, situation over here. I can't have grapefruit either. And and just a little half of a pink grapefruit. That's just breakfast. And when lunch comes, I just have a a can of tuna packed in water, (laughs) five soft (laughs) crackers. And when dinner comes, so many ounces of meat, some green beans. And if you eat like that, it, it helps your heart. It does. It helps you. Because they do it for heart patients who's getting ready to have a heart, you know, operation or transplant or whatever. 
But in three days, if you stick to that diet, 10 pounds has come off. Now, in my case, if I stick to it, 25 will come off already. Because when I do what I'm not used to doing, when I'm doing uncommon things, I see results like that. And see, that's what got me in trouble. I gained the weight and dropped it. Gained the weight and dropped it. Now it's to the point where I'm gaining the weight and keep gaining. <laughs> almost 65 next month. I mean, almost 66 next month. Ooh, look at that. Let me pray out this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that has been said and done. Thank you for your word. Again, this morning, Father, you sent your word and it healed them. We're thankful unto you today that we can walk by faith and not by sight. We thank you that the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that we don't have to do nothing. We can lean and depend on you. We can work and take the money and give it, and you multiply it back to us so that we have more than we need. We're thankful this morning unto you. Thankful for the saints of old and, and God, them showing us what you did for them. Joseph in the pit. They talk about the coat of many colors. They sold him, God, into slavery. Oh, the bottomless wife was cute. But, Father, when it ended up, it was what you said it was going to be. You showed him the vision. He became ruler. And, Father, many of us have been in the pit. We've been sold into slavery. And not physical slavery, but spiritual slavery. But God just said you was bringing us out. So we're leaning and depending on you by faith, through faith, that you bring us out. No matter the illness, no matter the mortgage, no matter the electric, no matter the car cutting the monkey, whatever it may be today. You said we're coming out. We're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. Father, you said no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We're more than conquerors through your son, Christ Jesus, that loves us. We're looking to the hills. We're looking to you from which cometh our help. All of our help comes from you. Father, you made the heavens and the earth. We thank you this morning. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And Father, as we depart, bless our going out. Bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory. Again, by your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. And Father, we didn't do open studio today. Open, we didn't open the studio. And Lord, there may have been someone that had something to say. Send them back tomorrow. Send them back tomorrow that they get the full testimony in, in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you right now. Ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. January the 12th, 2023, in Jesus' name. Oh, 12 days into the new year. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day, and uh, God bless you. Let's go to the last song of the morning, see if we can get it to play. Uh... It was meant to kill me 
sin to destroy me And I thought that it would And I thought that it should Cause I messed up so many times I went left when you said right I'll understand if you wanna let me go Let me go, let me go But you held on Whatever you do. 
get around for my good Oh, what was meant to kill me It only made me better 